This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. We are live broadcasting from the beautiful Zoomerplex in downtown Toronto. Our phone lines are open. If you have a rare or interesting item and you're curious about its value, you can call in right now and talk to two experts. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The stars of the show are Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny. You know them from uh, Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. They have found fame and fortune identifying the true value of interesting items that most people overlook. So whether you have rare fine china, antique sports memorabilia, maybe some rare coins, really any item you have lying around your home, maybe in the garage, in the basement for decades, if you think it's special and might have some special value, this show is at your disposal. You can give us a call, 416 360 0740. Paul Kenny, Bogart Kenny, good morning. How you morning. doing? Busy day today. Busy yeah. day today. You didn't say they were on OLN as well. I, I forgot. <laughs> You're also on Netflix, but we only have a few minutes to give you your whole credentials here. We're everywhere. And we are going... Do people know that we're going to be doing a... We're doing a pilot. Yeah. We're actually filming down here. Okay? Such a modest guy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I know, a Hollywood Paul over here. Okay. Yeah, we have told our listeners the last couple of weeks that um, we, we do have uh, an interesting element. You can go log on to zoomerradio.ca. You can see the live stream because we have some very interesting items. Hopefully they're yeah. worth money. We'll find out during the show. But on top of taking phone calls, we have people in studio who have now come to the Zoomerplex to get you to look at their rare items. Yeah, and yeah. we have some items. I want people today, okay, right now to go to their computer, and we do the live streaming. That means they can see us. Okay, I'm, it's really easy. Now, we're gonna, I want you to go to your computer or go upstairs, wake up your grandson or your son, tell them to come down to the computer, tell you how to do this. That's insulting. No, yeah, no, that's, or, that's or just do it. Our <laughs> hey, boomer techers. Yeah, okay. Or just keep go down. Digging, I want you to digging. zoom in because today we have something that's never, ever a piece of Canadian history being seen before, and we're going to be showing it but I don't want to show it too soon because I want people to be, uh, I want to be live streaming. I want people to see this. Wait, what are you unveiling? What's happening? We have, I have an item over here that could be worth $100 or a million. And I want people to see it first on Ooh. Zoomer Radio. Wait, where is it? It's, it's right sitting here. right there under right all here. that padding. Covered? You didn't have to cover from us too. Yeah, no, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. And I got to talk about all the stuff we're doing this week. See, this is um, C-3PO. Mm-hmm. Next week, Bogart and I are going to be at the Fan Fest at... Um, Metrotronic Convention Center, oh, sorry, right? sorry, the Fan Expo yep. at the Metro Convention Center. And we'll be there. And if you come up and ask us, I'm willing to pay you $500,000. I still have some of those left for people to come up. If they want to be our friend for a minute, Bogart and I are both signed it. We also have pictures as well. Yeah. But I'm willing to pay people to come up and say, 
come and see it, and they have to say Zoomer Radio. They can't okay. just say, Paul, I want $500,000. They have to say, I listen to you on Zoomer Radio. Where's my five hundred k? Okay, just to be totally clear, you give away commemorative currency now. Zimbabwe's defunct currency. They they made, what, $100 trillion bills? You ended up with stacks and stacks of this money. You just cut my fan you, base in it's, half. No, you it's, know it's, nobody really thinks you're going to give them half a million dollars Canadian, right? No, I'm not going to okay, do that. Right, okay, great, okay. So, so I don't have to be... It's a collectible prepared. currency. Yes. Yeah. But we'll be at the Fan Fest. It's on Thursday, Friday, Fan Saturday. Expo. Fan Expo is on Thursday. You'll get it one day, I promise. Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. Fox is going to be there. Really? Uh, William Shatner is going to be there. Star Trek. I think, is Michael J. Fox Canadian? Yeah. yeah. And they've got another 50 guests there. We're going to talk a little bit about it later on. But What's Michael the, J. Fox? Are they doing a Back to the Future thing? Yes. Yeah. I'd say that it's rare to have access to Michael J. Fox. Well, Michael J. Fox and three or four other people, cast members are there. I don't know their all their names right now. Okay. And I'm going to plug in in a second. But they're all going to be there. The week after this, we're going to be at Christie on Saturday. Christie's coming up. The Woodstock right. of uh, Antique Shows. Right. So this is, where, where the area is this? Dundas, Ontario? Dundas. It's a 10-acre field. It's called the Christie's Outdoor Auction or Outdoor... Antique, antique Show. There it is, yes. Yeah. And that's a blast to go to that yeah. thing. It's on Saturday, September 9th. So you're on the road next two weekends. Look at you. Busy guy. No, Saturday. I'll be still here on Sunday. Okay. I want people to still call in. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not giving up my day job just to do this. <laughs> no. Okay. We'll, we'll be there. Uh, so we have people on the phone lines. You're welcome to call in with your interesting items. Find out if it has any special value. Again, our phone number is 416-360-0740. We have in-studio guests. You can tell me which one you want to talk to first. We should also point out you guys have a store that people can visit during the regular work week hours. It's in Richmond Hill, right on Young Street. The actual address is 10341 Young Street. 10341 Young Street. It's uh, Gold and Silver Toronto. You're, you're there some of the time, but you've got staff yeah. there all of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. This, 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 I see. I'm, I'm, I'm dialing in right now, going to this, uh, this, uh, not the podcast, the Zoomer thing. So Zoomerradio.ca. If you'd like to watch the live stream of all yes, of this, so you're watching yourself. Zoomerradio.ca. I'll be watching me, watching me. That's yeah. You just, all right, that's you good. Know, Take it all it gets in. More mo- modest throughout the show. Just okay, so sorry. listen, <laughs> listen. I want to go to a caller or okay. somebody in do studio. Do a caller first, and then we'll do the studio. Okay, let's talk to Fran in Dundas. And, uh, Fran, how are you? I'm just fine, thanks. Welcome to the show. You're live on Zoomer Radio. What do you have? Thank you. I have a what I think is a brass letter opener. It's got 1901 on it on one side. On the World's other Fair. side, it has Pan American, yep. and it has a buffalo on the top of it. So I presume something in Buffalo, New York. Yes. Pan American Fair was in, uh, World's Fair has moved from different places. Say, I think St. Louis was 1904, but 1901 was the Pan American Fair, and it was in Buffalo. And it's a souvenir. It'll be worth $10, $15. There are people who collect, well, still, it's useful. Yeah, Do you still right. get letters? Right. If you still get letters, you can use this to open letters. You can't open emails with those. So you're obviously <laughs> familiar with this item. She said two words, and you knew what, it, what she was talking yeah, yeah, about. Eh? Yeah. Okay. So it still has some value. Thank but, you very much. But you might, if you have ticket stubs from that World's Fair, they're worth a lot more. Because she's got something made out of brass, it's all, it's hard to wreck. Right. It you was know, not it's something everyone who got one would have taken care of it, right? Yes, okay. Yes. So there's a lot still in existence. Yeah, yeah. I see. Fran seemed disappointed, by the way. 
I'm sorry. I'm not, not, really. I'm not looking to rain anyone's parade here, but uh, there are other items you might have that, from that same World's Fair. They have their souvenir glasses and stuff like that. I don't that. think Fran attended. Fran, you weren't there, right? Oh, no, no, you weren't. Yeah. no, I don't think so. Okay, okay. All right, okay. So, so 10 or $15 is what it's generally worth. Okay. Thanks, Thanks. Fran. Okay. Bye. Our next caller, we'll go to Liz in Hamilton really quickly. And if you want to call the show, if you have a rare item, you're curious, it might have some special value, our phone number is 416-360-0740. If you live far away from the city of Toronto, we have a 1-800 line you can call, 1-866-744-740. That's 1-866-744-740. Liz in Hamilton, you're live on Zoomer Radio. How are you? Hi. Uh, yes, well, I'm 83 years old. Oh, congratulations. And I have a pre-World War II postcard. It came to my mother in a Christmas package from the Channel Islands. And I know how old it is because it came to me, and it reads on it, to dear little, and it says my name, to wish her a happy, a happy Christmas. Okay. I'm just wondering if it would be, it says on the front, go away, you boys, what are you laughing at? And the inscription underneath is Dora Dean. Okay. Now, with postcards, the kind that say Merry Christmas, um, Saint, Happy St. Patrick's Day, Happy New Year, are generally not good unless they're by certain artists, like Clap Saddle. Well, it doesn't say Merry Christmas on No, 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 no. But I'm saying He's all saying, of for those, example, yeah. The best postcards are the ones of small-town America. Or a postcard of a team, a hockey team, a baseball team, something so like that. This or, is worth nothing. Yeah, a dollar. It's not worth nothing. It's worth something to you, isn't it? Oh yeah. So this is great, but it's not. If someone comes and offers you ten dollars, you take it in a New York second. Oh, okay. But, no, no. I was just wondering. There's yeah. an, another thing I wanted to ask you about, and it's a Wayrite Way scale. It weighs up to 24 pounds, and it's for uh, groceries, you know, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Wayrite, and it's made by the uh, Hanson Scale Company. Okay. Now, the, what? how old was the 40s? It was about the 1940s yeah. or 50s. Scales like that, generally the ones that really sell are the ones that are um, pharmacy scales or uh, ones that look, um, they're in the little cases and stuff. Something like that will be worth between 20 and $50, okay? okay. It's mainly a prop now. Um, everyone's gone digital and stuff like that. Or you can have, like, what we're looking for is the big cast iron scales, with um, the which you can put a, a lot of fruit in, and has the thing that goes back and forth, and it's big, you know, People want to make a statement with this. It's a it's an art piece now. Yeah. So you want a statement okay. piece for somebody's uh, you know fruit stand or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. this would be like uh, yeah, an upscale is... grocery store wants it. They'll they'll pay top dollar for these big ornate ones. Yeah, yeah. that'd be the best. One. Yours is sort of middle of the road, but still some value. Liz yeah. in Hamilton, thanks for your phone call. No, well, just a minute. I have oh. a turntable. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Yeah. Okay, I have a turntable. It's a Juliet. Okay. And it has it, it's still in very good shape. It's got a new needle in it. It plays the seventy eight records, and it's got a for the uh, floor model or standing table. floor model or tabletop. Uh, it's a tabletop. Tabletop with the kind of the, the lid closes down on it. Uh, it has a plastic top that fits on the top of it. Okay, up uh, they're going. Turntables are coming back in vogue, but they're looking for the better ones, like your Dual and better brands. This will sell for around fifty dollars if it's working. If it's not working, don't fix it. 
Oh no, it's working. Okay. It's good. It's it's got eight track tapes and it's got an Elvis Presley and a Johnny Cash tape that goes in there. Yeah, yeah, no, it it might be up to seventy five dollars with the eight track machine attached to it. Um, or the best ones are the ones that have their floor standing and have the disco lights, all the no, flashing no. lights and stuff. No. Yeah, I'm just telling you, no, worth, it sounds interesting. Yeah, they're worth four to five hundred dollars. Yeah, and but that'd be something that. That's actually a perfect segue. We're going to be talking, uh, like, that'd be something we bring down here to the Radio Museum. Even yeah. though it's so a you have a look at it. I would take a look at it, but you'd have to bring it down here, which brings us to that. How do people bring, if they want to have an appointment to see us down here, how do they do it? You can come to the Zoomerplex, obviously Sunday, between, yeah. say, 10 a.m. and noon, and you'll have access to Paul and Bogart Kenny, and they can look at your stuff. You might even be featured on an up-and-coming TV show. But you can also call ahead in case you go, well, I have a collection of tractors from the turn of the last century, and maybe <laughs> I want to arrange to have it trailered and trucked in. In that case, you can send an email to consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca. That's consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca. You can also call and leave a message in advance. You go, okay, listen, I'm coming with my Ferrari Enzo, so I want a lot of eyes on it. You're going to you're gonna let, leave a voicemail. I'll be there with my Ferrari Enzo, 416-619-5503. So if you want to call ahead, make prearrangements to come in on a Sunday. Yep. Have Paul look at your stuff. Leave a voicemail at 416-619-5503. Now, some people have come from far and wide to be part of this show today. Yeah. They want your eyes on their unique things. Our next guy comes from Markham. His name is Brian Lavoy. Now, he's in a studio that we can see from here. He's about to tell us about what, Paul? Tee this up for me. What has he got? No. Okay. Brian, he called me. He did. He went through all the rigmarole. He called me during the week because you can call to my store and ask to be on the show as well. He's got movie posters, and these are not the ones that you normally get in. Uh, uh, you go to um, a souvenir shop. These are ones right from the movie studios. Okay, they used to send them out, and you see, you were getting Gone with the Wind. They would send you a Gone with the Wind poster. You'd get the reel of the movies, and then at the end, when you got rid of your movies and you sent them on to the next theater, you were supposed to send your. Um, posters back to the Consolidate or send them along with the movies so that they would put them up at the next spot. So these are the actual promotional posters. So I'll tell you what, Brian, if you can get on the mic, tell us how you came across this stuff, what made you think of preserving it, and uh, what do you want to do with this stuff? I came across it because I'm in the bowling business and I bought... you got to be closer to the mic. I bought all the equipment from a center that had closed in uh, north of Toronto. Along with the bowling equipment, there was five theaters in a place called the Film Factory, and I had 20 years' worth of their posters that I came across in a back room. 20 years? So you have more than two. 20 years' worth of their collection. I have about 1,200 posters, yes. How many? Wait a minute. Hold what? on. 1,200 posters? Yeah, but they're not heavy. How much? Wait a minute. Now, do you have them all flat or rolled, or how do you have they them? They come in two major... Packages rolled is the later ones from the 1980s on. Okay. The earlier ones were called folded. And they came directly from the distributor in folded mode. That's what we're just talking about. Now you can unfold that without wrecking it? Yes, we can very carefully as long as we retain the original creases from the original. They take up a lot less room when they're folded, don't they? They do, and they were easier to ship. Wow, now what's, what's this that from? Yeah. That's nice. I can't see. Mo movie called Fright Night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The graphics are sensational. 
very suitable for investment grade or for framing and putting in a investment your, your, grade. Yes. How much? Wait a minute. How much is that worth then? This would probably be worth hundred, hundred and twenty-five dollars. Really? It's uh, not. Yes. How old is that? This Fright Night is from the National Screen Service, 1985, poster okay. number 68 in that year. So that's how you know it's authentic, right? Yes. You went right to the bottom corner. Perfect. Now, you've got 1,200 times 150. What you say? No, that? they're not all worth 150. Some are worth $10. Some are worth $500. Ooh. War and Peace from earlier, Giant from the early days. Giant, uh, that's uh, James Dean and uh, yes. Rock Hudson, uh -huh. Elizabeth Taylor. Correct. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? That was in the collection that, that you. It was one of the folded. I have about 150 folded going back to 1968. Okay, Even Paul, soon. you're going to need to go through every one of those, I think. Oh, I know, no. We're, this is something we have to go through. But Giant was, a, I love the fight scene in the, in the cantina. Yeah. Right to the Yellow Rose of Texas. Yeah. But that yeah, was yeah. Just, no, I haven't seen the movie ever. No, uh, on this here, uh, you've got 1,200. Correct. All right, okay. so Paul, that's your I afternoon. I know what I'm doing for the rest of the day. Our first okay. guest will take the rest of your day. All right. Now, how much approximately, what's this worth as a collection, you think? Uh, retail value, I price the posters online. They'd go for about $15,000 U.S. So how much is that per pound? I mean, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, I've got some more work to do. So what we have to do is actually go through these, and you do want to sell them or consign them, or what's your idea? I would like to oh, basically sell off the entire collection. And as, you want to get as much money unit. as possible? Yes, of course. Okay, you've come to the right place, maybe. Okay. All right, so you're going to go through this stuff. So here's a good example where uh, a potential seller yeah. might consign something with you. He values it in his head, but you're going to go through and see if any of them are rare and he's overlooked. Yeah. See what their true value are, and then you would take it to your store and then sell it to the world. But yes. there's a good example. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, if you wanted to sell those one by one, that's going to be the rest of your life, trying to move that, you know, what's yeah. it, 1,200 posters? I mean, even just cataloging it to put it online, each and every poster, that would take you a year, I would think. I, I, I would spend about 1,500 hours doing exactly that. Yeah, oh. I would guess, yeah. It, it becomes very time-consuming. But the thing is, like, I mean, for, for the 80s film genre fan, you know how hard it is to get a Fright Night poster oh, yeah. out that came out of a theater? Now, you have no other chance. This would be perfect for the Fan Fest I'm going to be up this weekend. Fan Expo. We, fan the, Expo. Okay. Keep on saying that. You're done. <laughs> fan Expo, they have 130,000 people. Some are going to be fans. And if I don't sell them at the Fan Expo, I don't like Bogart's job at all. You said 1,500 hours? No, no, already. That's what he said, just to get rid of the ones he did. It's about 1,500 hours of Jeez. cataloging, preserving, transporting. I can okay. see how ha unwinding a collection can sometimes take you longer than it took you to put it together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For every hour we spend buying, we spend two hours selling. I imagine. I uh, on that note, you're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio, broadcasting from the beautiful Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. Uh, if you have a rare or interesting item that you think might have some special value, you can give us a call, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. The following is a paid program. Place over a hundred okay. vendors under one antique roof, yeah. all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal.
Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. Our phone lines are open. If you have a peculiar item that's been, say, maybe handed down through the generations, you think it might be worth a special amount of money, you think it might be a special item, you can call this show right now and have two experts who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff tell you all about it. Hopefully they'll be able to tell you every little detail, where it was made, when it was made, why it was made, all these sorts of things. Is it rare? Again, our phone number, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We're very lucky today. We have in-studio guests. We have guests on the phone. They want to learn more about their stuff. And you teased earlier for people to go to zoomeradio.ca. If you go to our website and you click on an icon, you can stream us live. And the reason you promoted this because you said you have an item here that might be worth $100 or a $1 million. Yes. Yes. Do we know which one it is? Why don't you show it off? What is it? Um, no, I'm trying to actually get. I'm trying to log on. It's harder than you think. Okay. Are you there? Yeah. Zimmerradio.ca. You're there. Okay. I'm there. Okay. Yeah. And there's also cameras right behind you. you okay. Right but you there. shouldn't be worried about watching the show right now. You should be worried about doing the show. I want to see how it comes. Okay. You have a live feed right there. I know. Right I don't yeah. know what to tell them. Okay. Bogart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Show. Now, this is thing. This show. is what we went. I want to show you a picture. This is a painting. Okay. Bogart, talk about this painting. This is a painting? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's really looking... No, you know. no, you don't look at the painting. Put it in front of the oh. camera. Hold it up. What is it? That's a painting? That's a small painting. That's like, okay. what, an 8 by 10? Yeah. Okay. This is a Tom Thompson. Am okay. I ruining it by holding it like this? Yes, Tom no, Thompson. You hold it by the edges. Okay, Tom Thompson was... Uh, like the Tom Thompson. From the group of seven. How do you know that? Well, okay, this is, in the beginning, what he would do is go out in the Algonquin, and he would go out into the park and paint... He would have a knapsack full of, these are cedar shingles. He would make up, he would do a, a picture quickly and take it back, okay, if he was going to make a bigger one. Yes. He would come back with 10 of them. These are not usually not signed, okay. If it was signed, I'd have to worry about its authenticity. Now, this has been brought to me. Someone wants to find out, is this going to be a million dollars or is it not real? But we have, this is a classic So this case. is a landscape painting on yep. a cedar shake, which makes them think it might be Tom Thompson. Yes. Is it signed? No. Oh. Because back then, this is a, here, bring me this over this here. Well, if it's not a Tom Thompson, I think you're aiming high with $100. <laughs> if it is a Tom Thompson, no, but the sky's is, the limit. Okay, now hold on. Now, there's, a, there's a couple of things here that this gentleman has gone ahead and done. Uh-huh. He sent this up to Ottawa. In When Tom Thompson painted these pictures... This white that he uses here was only used by Tom Thompson and two or three other members of the group of seven. It's uh -huh. a white. It's a white paint that they've tested. Yeah, white paint's not white paint. There's a zillion different kinds. Yeah. And what? each painter, they sometimes mix their own and the brands they use, or sometimes they'll combine brands. It's a, it's a good way to track painters, actually. Yeah. You mix Even white if you imagine white? people at home right now, they go, oh yeah, you know what? I painted my ceiling cloud white, but there was 2,000 different variations of white I could have used for my trim and doors yeah. and all this sort of stuff. In the painting world, it's even 
It's almost like a signature, the type of colors they choose yeah. and the type of paint they use. And that would be a good way to authenticate it. Well, they've done. He sent this up. And if actually, when he sent this up, he sent it in the mail just to get it authenticated. They would, he had to go up and personally pick it up because they didn't want to send it back to him in the mail because of its value. That is a good sign. For those, I'm only familiar with this world because of you, but sometimes you'll send away a rare baseball card yeah. and you go, is this real and what's the grade of it? You know when you get the phone call back saying, uh, Mr. Kenny, we are not comfortable shipping this back to you. You know that you've found something yes. special. Because they, they don't want to pay for the insurance in case yeah. something goes on uh. in the shipping, the return. So they'll say, you're going to have to come and pick this up. Yeah. Did they say that here? Yes. They, okay. no, it's so been completely you, authenticated. It? I know. I'm anticipating no, the value. No, I'm showing, I'm showing the back because the Cedar, this is what he did to mom. Because Tom Thompson had no money. So he would put it on cedar shake. These are cedar shingles. They would just, it was cheap on board, painted quickly. If he was going to make it into a bigger painting, if it was commissioned, someone liked it, mm-hmm. and make it into a bigger painting, then he would charge for that and would assign the bottom. Okay? These are, but, and when he died, uh, this one was obviously not there because when he died, they'd said from the estate of Tom Thompson. These, he had lots of them left over. There was hundreds right. and hundreds of them. Okay. okay? So, but this one here was probably given away beforehand, okay? It's in the style of Tom Thompson. The paint is Tom Thompson. I just have to, me saying it's Tom Thompson is not enough to get this sold. Yeah. I have to to get an expert. That's right. So, following up, we're going to, in the next couple weeks, we're going to go to some art experts and try and validate this. So, this is a pretty good story. Someone's consigned it to you. Your task from here is to get this thing authenticated one way or other. It is Tom Thompson. Or it's a knockoff of a Tom Thompson. That's where you're well, going to end up. You know up. something? If someone was knocking it off, they would have signed it. Which, you know what I mean? Yeah. And or the there's he, great forgers. You never know. No, but they, they wouldn't have sold it the way he got it. He got it in a, in a box of other stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? With other prominent painters, but it wasn't sold as a Tom Thompson. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You, so it's just his knowledge of this. Okay. okay Please well, put it down if you do okay. think it's and legit. It's a, uh, yeah. Uh, just well, a little bit more than a million, actually. <laughs> no, no. Hold on. So that's what it's going to be. It'd be more than a million? We yes. don't know if it goes off to auction, right? It it'd be a new, newly identified piece. It'd probably get a whole bunch of press about it, all sorts of stuff. And it's fresh to market. Wow. Yeah, no, no. This is something, an undiscovered Tom Thompson. People know where all the other ones are. Like, the way of... I wish this was in a, an art catalog from 1930s. If it was in one of those already, then we'd have provenance, and then we would start from that. But this has not been in a collection, and this is where our problem is because the people authenticated want to know where it's been for the last 50 years. Wow. Okay. In your hands. In my hands. But <laughs> the paint is the biggest <laughs> thing going in its favor right now because someone can't get that paint. And if they went to the trouble of getting that paint, they would have sold it for two or three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, it didn't happen like this. So I am. So the exciting conclusion to this story will come probably next week. Then, oh, take did we have all. a million dollar item in studio or not? My next week, two weeks, three weeks. This guy can wait for a mil- his million. Okay, we want to get to our next <laughs> okay. in studio guest. His name is Dan Middleton. Tell me about what Dan brought here. Dan, Dan. Oh, okay. You know how we don't know everything, but we know people who know everything. Mm-hmm. It's a shame right now. We have to get. Mo- we need an expert here. Dan has brought in a radio that Moses mightn't have. What do you mean, the Moses Nimer? The Moses Nimer, who has the the, the radio and TV Wait, museum. You here? need it. Yeah, of course. We're at the Zoomerplex, and we have the MZ Television Museum, which is yeah. spectacular, and some of the finds that he's got in there blow your mind. What are yeah. you saying? You want to go? 
Is Moses no. in today? Does anyone know? Can you knock no, on his we, door? No. no, let's think of the radio now. Okay. Because so we have a rare radio is what you're saying. Yeah. Do you okay. want Moses to walk in the door and says, I already have this one? I would not want him to walk in the door after the show and say, why did you let that leave this building? That's more my fear. <laughs> no, I have this guy's phone number. It's okay. Okay, okay. I Actually, yesterday when when his, his friend Susan called me back and said, I've got this certain radio, she described it wrong to me. Okay. So I was saying, ah, oh, he'll be bored with this. Mm-hmm. I went out in the parking lot to get my coffee mm-hmm. and walked by this and said, wow. Yeah. So it's not, now, let's take it away. Tell us about this radio. Well, where's the antenna? Put the antenna up. Hey. Dan, welcome to the show. Sorry. Before we start bossing you around, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Not bad. So tell us about this radio. And by the way, you can watch this, whatever we're going to learn about this. Yeah. You can see it live on zoomaradio.ca. Yes. This was, uh, night, or it is, a 1925 RCA Radiola 24. The, it was built by General Electric for uh, RCA, and it's a suitcase. Well, okay, had, you could go in and help him. You know this. It has an antenna that uh, you pulled it apart. I'm not seduced by this thing yet. It's a black box is what yeah, it is. Right. No, no, because we've That's seen it from the back. That's this a is a radio. I'm watching on the feed. Yeah. It's also a portable radio. Okay, and okay. So this this is the very first portable radio in the world. It's coming together. The, the, the batteries are all inside. Actually, I can open it up. I don't know if the batteries will show. So it has a whole set of batteries. It has the loudspeaker built in. All the tubes are here. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the antenna. Anyway. And you could take this to the beach, take it to your cottage. And if I turn this on, it's going to be 740, so I don't know if it's going to be... A you want to hear the echo? Is it going to be an echo? Yeah, turn it on. Okay. Hello, what's, hello, What's wrong with 740? So there No, you're saying because it'll so, be our own broadcast, oh, so will hear us. So right now, you're listening to the echo. Wow, it works. So oh, I'm wow. This, radio. this is one of those magic moments. Yeah. All right. Let me be a good company man first and say, why don't you donate it to the television museum? That's a good home for it. <laughs> no, he's got his own oh, museum. I have my own museum. All right, I have to ask. I'm a company man. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I have I have a collection of about 160 AM radios. Ninety percent of them all function. This this radio was is a collage of uh, two radio the 24s, and there's around 300 or 400 hours of work involved in in this radio. Oh my. <sighs> Wow. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. That doesn't mean you're going to get your money out of it just because no, you spent no. a lot of time with it. Oh, and no. so I, I probably paid $300 for all the pieces. And if I sold it on eBay, I'd probably get $400 for it. So, oh, really? No. Wow. So, so I've, I've, you know, this is my collection because this is what I love to do. It's a passion piece. I mean, it looks spectacular. Uh, I mean, that would be gorgeous sitting in yeah. any, and, any living room. And, and here's a bit of history here. This, this is an ad from uh, 1925 National Geographic, and it shows, it shows the radio, and it shows the fellow lying on the beach. This is Edwin Armstrong. He is the guy that developed the circuit, the superheterodyne circuit, that makes his radio function. Every single device in the world today that receives a signal uses the superheterodyne principle. So this is history. Yeah, he, had, he, invent, he, invented, he invented the real radio. A satellite receiver uses superheterodyne. Your cell phone receives a superheterodyne. Is he Canadian? Uh, he was American. Oh, okay, enough of him then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this, that's him on the beach in Florida, and that's his wife, his bride, 
on their honeymoon in Florida with their radio. Oh, wow. So it's pretty cool. And, and she was the, the assistant secretary to David Sarnoff, of our, the president of RCA. Wow. So so this, I, I think you're lowballing yourself to 400. I mean, you're pretty good with these old radios, Paul. What yeah. do you think something like that would actually you know, sell for? Sometimes eBay is the lowest common den- denominator. It's like if you have to get rid of it today and you have to get rid of the next 10 minutes, you go to eBay and you get your cash. And then sometimes you had a great story with this. If I had this, there's not a chance in the world of me selling this for $400. Yeah, you take it to the beach first and you use no, it. No, no, this is a nice piece. It just graphically looks great. It's like the old predictive televisions. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. They look great. They're yes. a story. If someone comes yeah, in, yeah, working, and, not working, doesn't matter because they look the part. That's yeah. right. I was in the park and I saw this thing set up. I said, "Wow," you know, right away. And tell me four hundred dollars. If he says four hundred there, I think I buy it immediately. I don't I think don't, he's going to sell it to you. What he, he said he put like nine thousand hours into it, cleaning it and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't like our chances there. <laughs> okay. All right, Dan, thank you so much. That's a pretty cool item. That's a great item. Don't let him leave the building. I'm not letting him leave the building. Okay. Uh, our next caller, we want to go to... There's no way I'm reading what I'm reading. Linda in Pickering will be our next caller. Linda? Yes? Tell me about what you have. Am I reading this right in the notes here, that you have dinnerware have a, that's gold? Um, it's either 16 or 18-piece dinnerware set that you got one one plate or one saucer in the tide sold oh. from from um the um fifties I believe they're from. I'm not a hundred percent sure. They're eighteen karat gold trim. Yeah, no, but you can't get it off. Just a sec. Yeah. Yeah, give it to me. What do you mean you can't it's reclaim called, the gold? Um, it's called uh Boquet, Boquet, Britain okay. Empire. Oh no, it's twenty-two carat gold. Twenty-two carat, and it'll be on an earthenware, not a bone china. And they put in tide, like they put it in tide. Uh, does used to give you a cutlery. Um, the premiums. This is like we go back to. That's the reason baseball cards are around because it's a premium. Um, there is cereals. You used to get the little, you know, the little premiums that come in cereal. What do you mean to- toys? Yeah. You little toys? toys? Okay, yeah. People collect those. And I'm sorry to say those little premiums are worth more than this plate will be worth. Because not many people collect the plates like that. Even though it has gold trim, 22 it carat. Doesn't, it doesn't, you can't get the gold back. That gold is gone forever. Destroyed. You, you cannot get it back. In fact, if it's some, gold will just burn up. You can, it's you can got, have. Um, flowers, like flowers on yeah, it. And yeah, yeah. The, the gold trim, it's got the. Uh, all the plates, the cups, the saucers, the tea service. Stuff. I don't get it. This she's saying everything gold inlay, flowers inlay, I know. and you're saying this is just not the right name brand because they got three. They got more than three of these in the world. There's only one collector, gotcha. maybe. Okay. So you have to have an equilibrium of people who want stuff as well as people who want to sell it. And you're the one collector. No, I'm not. No, no, because I only buy stuff that I can sell again, and I don't know if I can sell this. Um, enjoy That's the first it. time I've ever... Some, somebody said, gold inlay, flowers on the imprint. You're saying, unfortunately, it's just there's I, no market. You know what I'd rather have? I'd rather have the Tide box that came in. I could probably get $50 for that. Oh, man, this is terrible. Linda, this is Sorry. heartbreaking it's news. Called, it's from Britain, the Britain Empire. 
British Empire was made in the British Empire. We used to get all our stuff from the British Empire back then. I'm sorry to rain on your parade here. You, you know, it's she's so never they're worth back. nothing? Is that what you're Very saying? Very little is what he suggests. They're better than Corel. And use them. Enjoy them and use them. And put the story on the back of You Got Him Out of Tide to your grandkids, and your kids will appreciate it, okay? But that's oh, as okay. far as this one goes. Thanks. Our next caller is Paul in Oakville. Paul, good morning. You're on Zoomer Radio. It's Consignment Heroes. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Not bad. And what do you have? I have a collection of teapots that are hey. under 250 years old. How many teapots you got? Uh, about 50. Are they bone china or earthenware? Some are bone, some are earthenware. How, okay. how would somebody know that? Yeah, but you can tell it's 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 uh, the bone china is lighter, the earthenware is thicker, and will usually craze. It's more of a yellowish color. Okay, but like an average person yeah. could see this is yeah. earthenware, this is bone china. Now that's what you need. Kind of, I'm an expert on it. I would know right immediately. Okay. Now, if you it depends Almost. on what patterns you have, the teapots are always the best part of a the teapot and the covered vegetables are always the most expensive part of a china set. If you have them in good shape, and say you have. Old Country Roses, for one. That's worth 75 to to $100. If you have Royal Crown Derby um, uh, Old Amari, it's going to be worth $1,000. If you have a Shelly teapot, it's going to be worth $350. If you've got a chintz three-part piece teapot, it's going to be worth 700 to $1,200. So just everybody knows, he doesn't have a catalog in front of him. No, these, no. Are, these are prices coming off his head. Yeah, like, yeah and he spends all right. day in these markets. He I knows know. what's strong and what's so not. It depends on what you have, and but the the teapot market is not that good. And if if it's part of a pattern, we can sell it for you. If it's a giftware pattern, we have a problem. It just has to look great, and what you're going to get twenty thirty dollars. How do you know dollars. that? What is a giftware pattern? It'll look. It'll just say uh, bouquet or something, or it won't be. It won't say Ainsley in the bum. Like these cups and saucers I'm talking about every week. Yeah. If you had one of these full uh, fruit uh, teapots, it's worth a thousand fifteen hundred dollars. If you had the teapot yeah. for it, and the yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. it's only a little bit more than the cup and saucer. But if you have uh, Royal Dalton Monmouth, um, it's worth thirty five dollars. Wow. I'm sorry to tell you that. So it all depends. Your collection depends on what's in the collection. Right. And made in England's going to be better than made in Germany or made in Japan. As a general rule. Okay. So wait, what are you saying his whole collection might be worth? I got to see it, but we could sell it, but it's going to be worth, hundred. you say 150 sir? Around there, 100 to 150 some of them. Wow. Uh, it's going to be worth three to $5,000, but I don't want to undersell it without seeing it. You can send me wow. off pictures. We can sell it. Um, it's what I do. We buy from Toronto, and we sell to the world, and we get you the high. The more money you make, the more money I make, and everyone knows I'm greedy, Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio, broadcasting from the beautiful Zoomerplex. If you'd like to call the show right now, our phone number is 416-360-0740. If you'd like to appear on the show and actually meet Paul in person here on a Sunday, you can leave a message to make arrangements or just show up at the Zoomerplex next Sunday at 10 a.m. and a producer will talk to you. Uh, you can leave a voice message to come on this show, 416 416- 619-5503. That's 416-619-5503. Our next caller is Mike in Mississauga. I think he's got a whole array of stuff. Mike, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. i got to tell you, this is one of my favorite radio shows. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. You. Love to hear it. 
anyways, uh, I got two items, but I was told I could only probably ask for one. So I've got this old oil painting. It's a real oil painting, 16 by 12. It's probably like 70 years old. It's, you know, it's been in the family for that long. It's kind of like a landscape. And the initials are QMVQ or QMJQ. It's hard to tell. Okay. So with, there's two things with oil paintings that count. Subject, subject matter a bit, but who signed it? Because people collect that way. And which gallery sold it? So it'd have to go to the gallery. And since I'd have to be able to take a better picture of the um, the author and we can match that up. If it's a list, what we call listed artists, okay? There's a great big book. And they're listed artists. And they will give all, you've got 25 paintings that sold by this guy in the last 50 years. You'll know what he sells, the range that he sells in. And that's why they call it listed artists, Okay. And this is not what it sold at the gallery that you bought it down on, uh, down the street for. This is the resale market. I actually almost don't care what it sold for in the gallery. I only care what the resale market is. I have to see who it is, match it up that way, and since I didn't give you a whole lot of information, you get a second item you can tell ask me about. Okay, great. Well, I'm sure you've talked about this before, but I have two silverware sets, and I wanted to know what would be my value of melting them down. They're in wooden boxes, so I, I assume you melt the silverware. You oh, yeah. 925 no. or plated? Like sterling yeah. silverware? I think they're probably plated, but... Uh, plated? There's two of them, in, and they're in the wooden... Are the wooden boxes worth anything? Yeah, the wooden boxes sell between 8 and $16. Uh, the plated set, if it's one of the top 10 to 20 patterns, will sell between 50 and $100. If it's better than that, like if it's... Tiffany or something, because they made plate. We had a person with a Christoffel set that's worth $1,800 for plated, okay? Wow. But it depends on, again, who made it. If it's Rogers, we're talking 15 to $20. But we mainly, we melt all silver plate as a general rule, unless it's something very, very collectible. So what would be the value of mel- melting one of them down? Like ah, five bucks? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. If that. It's not going to be a lot. If you live in Brampton, it's not worth the trip to uh, would, but unless you really want to see me and grab and grab five hundred thousand Zimbabwe dollars off me. Um, <laughs> sorry, it, it's not going to be worth your gas money. Okay. I once I saw that show about the Zimbabwe dollars. That was a funny one. Yeah, yeah we had a lot of stuff in the mattress. On yeah, yeah, storage yeah. Wars Canada. I can't believe you guys still have some of that stuff. <laughs> no, no. Do you know why? Because the director made us go out and run around the building in the snow. Okay, so a lot of the money got wet, so we couldn't sell it. So now we oh, sign it and give it away to people. Gotcha. But okay. it was like they wanted to have and they didn't even use a scene in the in the in the in the show, but they made us wreck a lot of our money. <laughs> hey Mike, any other items you want us to talk about? Thank you very much. That that Okay, that's he's it. done. Thank Mike you. was very polite. The last caller was like, Nope, I have more stuff. You will listen to me now. <laughs> I like that attitude. <laughs> Well, okay. Mike's nice, too, with the politeness. Yeah. We're not used to that so much on the show. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. We'll be right back. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? 
New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio, broadcasting from the beautiful Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. This is Consignment Heroes. It stars Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars Canada, A&E's Northern Treasures. You can watch all these shows on Netflix. And, of course, tune into this show every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. And now we are doing in-studio visits. For yeah. People want to come in and show their stuff because a TV show may or may not be in the works, and it's all very exciting. It's in the works. I don't want to oversell anything. Listen, you've got so much coming up. You've got the Outdoor Christie's Auction. Where does that happen? In it's Dundas, Ontario, two weeks from now. Yeah. It's on uh, Saturday, September, right after Labor Day, on next Saturday following that, 1000 Dundas Street West in uh, the uh, the Christie <laughs> Christie um, Conservation Area. Yeah, there's going to be 300 vendors, and we're going to be filming there. It's we, the Woodstock of antique yeah. events, is really what it is. It's a party. I've been there. Yeah, you set up a big giant circus tent or two last yeah. time. You had so much stuff, and everybody is just dedicated to antiques and collectibles, and it's very exciting. But don't bring your, you don't be. It's a it's that big a show. Don't bring heavy things there for me to see. Oh, okay. Don't bring, bring, bring my, my old antique horse saddles. No, no. no don't you? I walk out there with them because finding me will be. We're in a booth. They'll, they'll know where I am at the front gate, but you can bring stuff. You'll be able to come and talk to us and everything like that. If you have pictures, it's best. Okay. And we're going to be there. We're going to be filming for this uh, pilot we're doing. I have some weird stuff for there. We're going to have some weird stuff. Stuff you hear about on this show will be at Christie's. Okay. Uh, also, if you have an item you're listening right now and you say, I want Paul Kenny to see it, and then maybe we'll talk from there if it's something interesting, you can click a picture with your phone and just quickly email it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's the actual address. So when yeah. it says, who are you going to send this to? That's the actual email address. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Also, next week, you're at oh. the Metro Toronto Convention Center for Fan Expo. Fan By Expo. the way, I love this show because we're full of nerds. Somebody handed me this. You mentioned Michael J. Fox is going to be yeah. there. And I said, well, is there a Back to the Future thing going on? But apparently, Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly, Christopher Lloyd, Thomas Wilson, and Lee Thompson, that's the guy who played Biff, yeah. Plus the DeLorean is the first time they're going to be reunited, reunited in one place in 25 years. Really? So if you're a Back to the Future fan, you'll go to the Fan Expo just to see these four or five people and the car all in yeah. one place. And we're in booth 1008. And also, <laughs> oh, really? Wow, okay. The guy from uh, Game of Thrones, I think it's Jason Mamoa, is going to be there. Okay. Uh, some WMF, some WWE people, superstars. Yeah. Xena um, from Warrior Princess. Yeah, a chance I'm going to ask her for Lucy Lawless. Yeah, yeah, you knew that. Everyone knows that she's famous, and she even did a stint on like Parks and Recs. And yeah, she's she's yeah. Super Chewbacca famous. is going to be there. What do you mean, the suit or yeah, the gun? No, original Chewbacca. Peter Mayhew is going to be there. Oh, that was an actual like. Per- yeah. I didn't even know that was. I just assumed it was like <laughs> some guy they paid a day rate of a hundred dollars who was <laughs> no, tall. They no. actually had an actor in there, like somebody. Yes. No, no, I didn't know that. I'm, you know something? You don't want him here listening to our show. And no, I don't mean to be offensive. Think. I'm just saying that like, if you find out like Yoda was actually controlled by a tiny child or something like that, <laughs> who knew? Okay. A dark I hate to tell you, but William Shatner, the William Shatner Star Trek yeah. is going to be there. And he's Canadian, mm-hmm. and it's going to be... And this is a show where you can go up and talk to people. You can actually go and shake... I don't know if you can shake their hands. Probably can. You get an autograph, you get to talk to them, whatever you're going to do. And there's, it'll be me... 
Bogart, and 130 of our closest new friends. Yeah, you've done shows with Shatner's, Shatner before. You say yeah. he's a really nice guy. Oh, yeah, he talks. He's an entertainer. He's not one of these guys who just sits down, and when they're on stage and when you meet him in person, I'm like, that guy's dull. Mm. <laughs> no, Shatner is not dull. Not okay. even close. Yeah. And well, trying- you know if it's somebody semi-famous and you're talking to them, they go, oh, here, well, talk to my handler, and then they disappear, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the move? That's what, yeah. Yeah, and the guy, wait, my God, one more guy. Robin Lord Taylor from Gotham, the Penguin. You're losing me. Oh, you don't watch Gotham? The Penguin's going to be there. What is this? An animated TV show? No, it's a real show, but it's a Penguin. No, his name is, is he's a villain called the Penguin. From the TV show? Yes. With Adam West? Not, no, no. that's way back. That was, uh, the Penguin with Burgess Meredith. He's dead. Yeah. No, okay. this is the new he's Gotham He's not going to be show. there. Yeah, he's not going to make it. <laughs> All right, listen, back to the phone lines. Get okay. to work, guys. Okay, lots of celebrities will be there at the Fan Expo. If you want to go there and meet Paul and, yeah. get, and meet all these wonderful things in this Back to the Future reunion, the week after that, you're at the Christie's Outdoor Auction in uh, the area's Christie Park yep. off Dundas. It's a great time as well. Back to the phone lines. Let's go to Nancy and Whitby. Nancy, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio with Paul and Bogart Kenny. I'm Ben Mercer. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Not bad. What do you have? Okay, I don't know whether I this is worth anything or not. It's from the circa 1937. Um, it's a lithograph limited, but by Sir Frederick Banting. You know the Banting. Yes, the insulin uh, guy. Banting the guy. Then, yeah. What Banting do you? Is what is this lithograph? What do you? What do you mean? Is it a lithograph it's, of him, or is it his? No, of a painting he did. He was a painter. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Um, the the painting I have is a lithograph. The original sold for something like $32,000. Okay. The original painting. Now, this is a lithograph. He is, well, not him personally, but his family left for me. Um, and wow. I've been holding it for 50 years. And I just wondered if it was actually worth anything. Uh, well, if it's a lithograph, lithograph, first thing you need to know is how many are yeah. out there, right? Yeah. 300. I've never... We're talking about Frederick Banting, the co-creator of yes. Insulin? Yeah. I didn't know he was yeah. an artist. Did you know that? Yeah, he's Canadian, too. And he's nice. Uh, yeah, I, I knew so that part. Frantic, Frederick Banting, yes. And yeah. he oh. signed it. So it says it's limited lithograph reproduction of 300. This is like um, hearing he also had a pop album. Did he I sign it, or was this done after the fact? Which the lithograph? Did, did, did he sign the lithograph, Frederick Banning? Oh, no, I think it's probably he signed the painting, the original. Yes. Okay. He's wondering if it was reproduced before or after his death. There, uh, is that accurate? Is yeah. For yeah, I don't the, know. I don't remember what year he died, but it said circa nineteen thirty-seven. No, I don't. I know when it was framed, but that doesn't say when it was lithographed. Whether okay. It was before or after. Here's where I get to uh, talk about my uh, store number. You're going to call me, please, tomorrow, 905-737-4653. I don't know everything, but I do know people who do know everything. Okay? Repeat the number one more time. 417, oh, sorry, uh, 905. Oh, okay. I didn't do it right. 905-737-4653. That's my store. And... Just say this, and I will get you the information. I can't okay. do it right at this very second, but I will get you that information. If I don't, if you don't call me, I can't. I won't remember, or I'll talk to you next week. Okay, thank you, Sir Frederick Banting. 
died in 1941. He was 49 years old. Listen to this. This is Wikipedia, the entry. He was a Canadian medical scientist, physician, painter, and Nobel laureate, yeah. noted as the co-discoverer of insulin. Yeah. The insulin thing comes after, after. the painting thing. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't insulin kind of a bigger thing? Shouldn't yeah. it say Canadian medical guy who created insulin for pharmaceutical use or whatever? The and painting. Oh, all right. So he's a painter. I didn't saved, know this. He only saved a couple million lives. Only yeah, a couple. A couple of, probably half a billion by now. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. He's remembered for his oil paintings. There's an example of that one there. I'm writing it down for yeah. this. Okay. I had no idea. Oh, there you go. And she has a family connection. That's how she ended up with a Sir Frederick Banting That means I'm not going to be able to buy it, am I? Well, she <laughs> still wants to know more about it. Who knows? You know, money always becomes seductive at some point. Yep. Uh, our next caller is going to be Edith, calling from Coburg. Edith, good morning. You're on Zoomer Radio. Good morning. And what do you have? I have a Christmas card from Lady Flora Eden, and it's from 1936. And it's a eight by six, I think. It's quite a big one, and it's um. Is this to be Lady Eaton then? Like Lady, Lady Eaton is Lady right. Eaton. Yes. She's the one Lady who did the. Eaton. Is, okay. Was it seven seven seven? You know, it's it's right at uh, College and Young. Yeah. Did she design that building? It's now the Carlu. Is that the same woman I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. Well, it's Eaton Center. Yeah, the Eaton, Eaton Center. Yeah. Yes, I've got. Yeah, actually, I've got photos from that estate as well. Oh, from well, her. This is a beautiful Christmas card. Yeah. There's a print inside of the Queen and Princess Margaret and her mother and father and, and the old Queen and King. Oh, you know, royal collectors, right? I away. know the royalty collectors, that'll probably drive this because Eden's collectibles are not as much since they've stopped, you know, since they've stopped making money. Like, how do you make a yeah. million dollars? Start yeah. with 100 million, do enough things wrong, you'll get to a yeah. million, don't worry. Mm. Yeah. Um, they went, because if they're out of business now, there's not as many people collecting. Uh, okay. The royalty thing, I would say a card like that would be $25 and $50. Oh, it's just in beautiful condition. Hers, it's handwritten. She has handwritten. Oh, if it's a handwritten card, yeah. the more handwriting. To all it says, good yeah. wishes to you and yours, and may the new year and be happy, healthy, and prosperous. May all be well with the empire of which we are a part. Wow. Merry mm-hmm. Xmas all. Yeah, okay, royal people, yeah, who are, royal, people royal like files they are yeah. going crazy right now. They, yeah. They're salivating for that. Twenty, oh, really? It's still in that price range. Thank you very much for the call. I mean, yeah, it's a starting point. I mean, when you put something like that online, you never know. You, yeah. you, as you always say, you get two people who want that one item, and then suddenly that one time it'll sell for $1,000, but one of its kind next, that, yeah. the, the audience is satisfied. You never know, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we have time for another caller? We can do quickly. We can do Dave and Mississauga. Dave, welcome to Consignment Heroes. What do you have? Dave? Well. Let, Dave, sorry we left you on hold so long there. What do you have? Uh, I've got a painting um, my stepson gave me. It's uh, got a name F. Woodman on it. F. Woodman. It's not ringing yeah. a bell for me. Is that no. ringing a bell for you? Yeah. Canadian or just... Um... I'm not sure. It's just got the name. It's very uh, different type of painting. It's uh, and. Uh, I oh, knew oh, I shouldn't oh. have mentioned this million-dollar painting today. We've gotten Everyone painting. wants to know if they got a million-dollar yeah. painting. But I'm going to say this about paintings as well. Sometimes the name, but sometimes the primitive paintings will sell as well. But mm-hmm. it comes down to the name, and if it's a listed mm-hmm. artist, and my listed artist book is in my office right now. So you can call me tomorrow. I right? have, a, like, a Francesca Woodman, female. Is it a he? she? Yeah. It's, what is the content of the art? Because, yeah, she was around from 58 to 1981, but I, I'm unfamiliar yeah. with her work. Uh, okay. It's, uh, I'm, I'm no 
art. She's a photographer, though. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Though. All right, listen, we'll put you on hold, and we'll see if we can get you in touch yeah. with an art expert, but that's not enough to go on for us. We, no, we don't no. have a year. We don't have a dealership. There's nothing to really go on. All right, another exciting uh, show brought to a close. That was a quick hour. And I wish I had a little uh, thing that would tell me how many people clicked into our uh, live streaming today. I'm I don't sure the know. tech guys can tell you. Can they? Yeah. Okay, I'm just hoping that more people, and prepared next week because we'll have more surprises on here next week, visually. <laughs> okay? And make sure you see us at the Fan Fest and see us at Christie and see Bogart work. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.